Hey everybody, welcome to episode 108 of For the Love of Guns. Thanks for joining Team Bench today as we talk to Chip from Wooks. Now Chip is going to talk about some really amazing stocks that Wooks is putting out. But before we talk to Chip, it's time to pay the bills and this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. Look, Falco is my go-to. I absolutely love these holsters. They're handmade and their quality is absolutely amazing. Go check out Falco Holsters and use the code BANSHEE to save yourself 10%. Because at Falco Holsters, they can make a holster for any gun, every budget, without sacrificing quality. Now, this podcast is also brought to you by Ammo Squared. They're rethinking what ammo is. I mean, ammo is, well, we shoot it out of a gun. But they're also going another direction with it, where we can use ammo as currency. Maybe you got to repay a buddy. You can send him a couple of bullets or you can just pull some bullets out and shoot them. Any way you want to use it, they're working on how to do it. Go check out Ammo Squared. Got a link down below. Now with the bills paid, let's talk to Chip. Chip, tell me about your love of guns. Sure. Hey, I'm Chip Honeycutt. I'm the vice president of marketing and the general manager of the headquarters of Wooks here in Hickory, North Carolina. Um, you know, you know, Wooks has has been around since like November 2019, and for a small company, we really we really appreciate uh, the, the wonderful attention we've been getting and the opportunity to uh, to be on the podcast with you today. I appreciate you taking time. It's funny. We, we met at SHOT Show and we were joking around beforehand. Like we had scheduled this so many months ago that it's like, wait, what were we doing again? <laughs> I kept looking at my calendar saying, I know I've got something on Thursday. And it just, I was like, oh, it's next week, next week. And I started doing it maybe two months ago. I said, golly. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's been crazy. Um, what's, what's funny for, for, Looks is, you know, I know you for your stocks, but you're you're way beyond stocks. I mean, I'm going to bring up for everybody that's on the video side, you'll be able to see this audio side. You're just going to have to check out Wooks's, uh website, but you also have axes and knives too, which are really cool. Because um, we were talking about uh, about this offline that I got a lifetime ban on TikTok for for throwing tomahawks into a board. But these are like, these are like axes. Like the, these are like the axes right here. Yeah, it uh, it it's um it's it's kind of a function of really our, our parent company. So a little bit of history on on Wooks is that um, our parent company is called Minelli uh, Minelli Group over in uh, Italy. Um, here in the U.S., they're Manelli USA. It's not Bunelli, it's Manelli with an L. And it's a, it's a private company. It's been around for 85 years. All they do is stuff made out of wood. Manelli is the world's largest producer of paintbrush handles. They make wow. uh, OEM stocks for a number of very popular uh, uh, firearm manufacturers here in the U.S. Uh, they make guitars um hairbrushes that sort of thing so one of the family members one of the descendants of the founders had an idea for this uh, uh gun chassis 
and uh, the company said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help you out with your, your idea and you can go do it. And he said, well, the catch is, is for the Americans. So I want to do it in America. Yeah. And Nellie had an office in Hickory, North Carolina, which is known for its antique furniture. And they were looking to get in. Manelli was looking to get into that market. So um, Wilkes' founder, Danilo Manelli, um, hung a shingle within the Manelli office in November of 19. And within a year, it, it had just blown up. But one of the catches uh, that Manelli said, look, if you want to get into firearms, that's great. But you need to balance it with some non-firearm things. So figure it out. So the natural extension were uh, knives and axes. And so that's where all that comes about. That's so funny to think about that. It's like, it, it's it's uncommon to hear, if you're going to get into firearms, you need to balance it out with something non-firearms related. And if you think about it, how many people own guns and carry guns every day that doesn't at least carry a knife, right? I mean, I've I've been carrying a knife since I was... Crap, seven. I used to have a buck, the Buck Ranger. Um, <laughs> yeah. Since I was a, a little kid, it was so funny. At Shot Show last year was the anniversary for the Ranger. Um, talking to them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's like fifty years." I'm like, "Crap, am I getting that old?" <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, you know, I've always just kind of carried around the same knife. I, I don't. I'm not a knife collector or, or hoarder or however you want to look at it, but. Um, everybody I know, they just have a drawer full of knives and they just grab what, what, what they need. And they, I mean, the point being, they own a lot of knives <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm starting to slip into that. I've got, I'll, I'll pick something just on with whatever I need. It, it's funny because, uh, I'm the same way. I've had like the same knife for like ever. Um, and, uh, the manufacturer, the, the knife that I was carrying, uh, I ran into, at at SHOT Show one time, ran into the, by accident, by, ran into the marketing person. And she was talking, she, I was like, because it was part of a bigger conglomerate. And, uh, oh, you know, I, I, I'm the marketing person for the knife company. I pulled the knife out and I go, you mean this one? And, and all of a sudden I ended up with all these knives. <laughs> I, I became a collector, right? They're like, well, I, it's like you go out like I get this, I got that, and then yeah, now now I got. Uh, I'm looking at a shelf full of knives over there now. Um, I love it. I mean, it, it's just, crazy. I, I say I don't have a lot, but dang, I sure seem to have a bunch laying around in different places of the house. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Right. Well, anyways, go, going back to the stock thing, I mean, you you have the throwing axes, get the knives, but really. The, the claim to fame is the stocks. That's right. Um, now, talk to me a little bit about how you guys come up with these stocks. Because, like, the one thing that I, when, when I met you at SHOT Show, and I was just totally drooling over, was the, and we, you, you told me offline, and I'm going to screw it up again, um, the Furiosa. That's it. You got it. I got it right. Cool. Sometimes my East Coast accent, you know, because I grew up in Philly. Sometimes my Philly accent just totally overrides words. Um, like, like uh, in Philly, you don't have water; you have water. No one knew that water that water had you know a couple O's and a U in there. Um, but you had the 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 Furiosa. 
which is just an absolutely beautiful chassis for a rifle. And and for some people don't understand what a chassis is because they're, they're so used to stocks and foregrips. Would you mind talking a little bit about what a chassis is sure. and how we get to, you know, this Furiosa? Right. So, that, you know, there's a couple of different stocks and chassis manufacturers across the country and, and they generally define it the same way. It, it's, it's the uh, component that the, the barreled action rests in. In our case, if you're looking at ours, we've got um, wood shoulders and that center piece and the action actually uh, it screws into, that's our monoblock, that's our chassis. Um, in fact, we kind of use the word chassis and stock almost interchangeably, but when we're you know, dealing with customers with questions, we'll really get kind of granular and say shoulder stock or four in or what have you. But for us, it is a full drop-in stock for bolt-action rifles. But the, the kind of the, the secret sauce for us is really a secret sauce from a manufacturing perspective, meaning we've got a monoblock that'll fit um, a specific manufacturer model, and then any of our stocks can fit that monoblock. And so that's, that's what makes our custom shop possible, meaning that someone can go in there and they can just mix and match our stocks because what, you know, the key to it is you've got to get the monoblock that, that, um, yeah. that the chassis that fits your firearm. And then from there, um, you know, it's anything. That's yeah. right. Cause that's, that's the really cool thing. Um, talking about this stuff, you know, I, I was a, I was an FFL for 10 years. So I sold guns and, and, uh, you know, I'm used to stocks and, and on rifles and things like that. But then, you know, I start talking to the long range shooters. You start learning about chassis. The one thing that I absolutely love about this chassis, you, you start hearing people talk about chassis and it's all aluminum or all steel, whatever metal of choice it is. But I'm going to bring this up again because you uh, you kind of mix metal with wood, so you kind of get that 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 new chassis look, but you still get that like classic, you know, you know, walnut to that wood as well. Yeah. So where where that monoblock, that modular chassis, is really what we call it. Well, that's kind of the 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 key to what we do from a manufacturing perspective. From a consumer's perspective, the selling feature is that here's something that, frankly, people just have never seen before. It's wood, traditional, beautiful American walnut, but it's got modern features like M-lock panels, like an ARCA rail, adjustable cheek riser, and length of pull. Um, it, it is absolutely stunning and even more so in person. And I've you're talking about sitting at that SHOT Show booth we don't have to stop. We don't have to jump out in front of people to get them to come look at our stuff. No, we we'll sit stop. in there. We watch people stop in their tracks and, and take a second look. Like they don't understand what they're seeing. They've never seen an M lock panel on a piece of wood. Yeah. And, it's, and then, you know, so you've got those factors to it, but then you throw in this Italian design. And Italians, I mean, they could just do things yeah. right the wood is exquisite 
the engraving and the stapling on it is unbelievable. It's uh, it's functional wood. Quite frankly, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, even it, it's funny you talk about that because um, for me, when I when I saw that, you you guys you should have been like on a bass fishing show because you had the best lure right there, just sitting right on the counter. You could not. You could not walk by and not look. I yep. mean, it, it was it was just beautiful because, you know, again, learning about chassis because I, I get the metal chassis and the anodizing and stuff like that. That's not me, right? For for me, I like I still like wood, and that's why I was just like I, I felt bad because we're talking and I'm just staring down at the at the bench right in front of me the entire time. Uh, rather than look at you, I'm like, yeah, this is this is really good. I'm just like, oh, let me let me wipe some drool off this this, uh, this stock here. And it, it's uh, I don't want to say we're used to it or anything, but it, it's it's entertaining and fun for us, and it takes a lot of load off us, frankly. Just let the product do the do the speaking because it speaks for itself. And it, but you can see the gears grinding in people; they just don't understand. And and so they they pick it up, they shoulder it, they just and and it's universal. They just can't believe that wood can be crafted and um, and looks this beautiful, yet they can hang you know lights on it and a bipod yeah. on it and all this uh, anything they want on it. Um, it, it just it blows their mind. And now you you, you mentioned the Furiosa. That was the first one we came out with there in November of 19. And still to this day, it's the number one selling stock we have. And it's not even close. People just love it because it's it's got the wood, it's got the function, but the way that shoulder stock looks, it's got a little bit of, uh, you know, little techno wizardry looking, forward thinking, kind of what in the world is that? It turns heads on a shooting range for sure. Well, and it's funny because you got the look, right? I mean, the, there's no doubt you have to look. But, like, when I was looking at it, I was looking at, like, the checkering pattern. I mean, it there are fine details to that that any picture on your website can't do it justice. I mean, there are there are fine things that are done to that. that it's just like, okay, cool. I've got a chassis with some wood on it. You guys didn't stop there. I mean – you went down into the details of this thing going, okay, well, yeah, that's great. We, you got some wood, but well, we're going to need some checkering, you know, because while we're shooting, we're going to, you know, our hands are going to be wet, sweaty, whatever. But that checkering is just like really just amazing as well. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Cause it, you know, in, in the pictures and, and there, in, you know, when you get into some of the product pages on the website, we'll show some close up renderings of, and photos and, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's extremely fine, um, uh, detailed checkering. Um, and an eight-year-old company that uh, all they do is woodworking. That doesn't mean the technology they use is 85 years old. They're, they've got million-dollar robots over there. They've got yeah. craftsmen who handed down what they know for generations that know how to do these things. So there's a, a lot of heavy duty th thinking that's gone into these. So with it being, you know, with that, that whole history of, of a company behind Woods, 
is there a lot of stress to live up to the traditions of the original company while still serving the shooting public? Or is that just naturally just happen? This is an interesting, um, it's, a, it's an interesting time in the history of that company. Cause you, th you think about a company for 85 years, what they've done is produce products for manufacturers to put on a finished good and then go sell. Whereas Wooks is producing finished goods. So there's a, a, a lot of a, attention. Um, there's a lot of attention on um, design and listening to customers and getting feedback on products. There's a lot of things they haven't, they just don't need to do in their traditional. Um, yeah, here's here's the spec. We need you to create a stock for it. That's right. that's what so, they're used to. But now, now you're at the point where it's, yeah, you have an you have, you have an aftermarket product where customers are telling you what they want, and that drives demand for the product. Yeah, um, a really good example of this is um, the the America rifle stock. That's one that um, we released early this year. I mean, it was it was a new release for Shot Show. That came about from our custom shop. That configuration of the shoulder stock and the forend, that was uh, the most popular configuration people were building in the custom shop. So uh, we just made a, a finished good that um, with those components. And it, yeah, it does very stock. well. It's, it's got the traditional um, shoulder stock that uh, you know, a lot of people don't 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 want to get too wild with, like with a Furiosa. They just want something with some traditional lines, but they still want a, an easy way to attach something on the front end. And the America solves that for them, and it's absolutely beautiful. I, it, it's really popular among 22s. I, that's a 22 in that photo. Yeah, that's uh, what I was looking at. That looks like a 1022 right there. Yeah, it is. That's that's gorgeous. Yeah, that's it, it's so funny because really, if you took if you took the mag away, you really wouldn't know it was a twenty two just by the pictures. I mean, oh. it looks like it would be like a an actual like rifle, maybe a thirty caliber or something like that that you might go out hunting with. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. And these are, I mean, and these fit, I mean, you know, the drop in, we, we brag about how easy they are to install and how, and how beautiful they look. They will improve your shooting. I mean, these, this wood and this uh, aluminum, they're, they're tightly fit. Um, they're well built. If, for, if something were to go sideways, if you rolled it down a mountain or, you know, backed it up, back to your Chevy over it. It's, it is backed by a 100 year warranty. Wow. So even when you how many hand, stocks, how many you stocks hand, do you say that? Yeah. So, you know, if you, I mean, these are heirloom items when you get down to it. So when you, when your children inherit this and, you know, maybe the finish is getting worn out because people are, have been using it for so long. We'll, we'll, We'll take a look at it. We'll um, update it, repair it, what have you. Wow. Yeah, that's just that's just something you don't think about uh, with a stock. I mean, I think 
God, I think I think about like my first rifle was a was a Winchester Model ninety four, and I think about you know the stock. Yeah, you know I got that gun when I was ten. It's not like I was gentle with that stock, right? I mean, it gets bang, it got banged around in safes and banged around in the field with with hunting and stuff like that. Um, but that's where I love looking at, at at your stocks like that that America. That is something that for me, that's like what I grew up with, right? I grew up with that walnut, um, just beautiful wood that's got that really nice finish. It's nice to see. You know, I'm going to start sound like a uh, sound like a fud now. Um, it's nice to see that old world, you know, gun craftsmanship starting to make it into the modern rifles now, because yeah. that's just that's what I like. I mean, it, it, nothing screams, you know, class like walnut on a rifle. Oh, absolutely, and that 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 niche. I mean. Some people look at the steampunk stuff, or but a lot of this vintage stuff. People are making lamps out of old Evan Root outboards. But that that kind of you know bringing some modern thought to to like you say an old world uh, piece of kit is it's a it's an exploding market, and and no one's doing it. And you know a lot of, you know there's a lot of outfits coming out with wood stocks, but. They don't have Italians building and designing them, and that's that's kind of uh, our edge. You know, I'm going to bring this back up because I'm looking at the at that America, and I found a really great picture here, where where you're starting to talk about um, the rails being inlaid into the wood right here, yeah, on the side. I mean, this is something this is something that really is appealing because, again, like I said. Whatever you want to do. I mean, maybe you're taking a rifle out for, uh, you know, a pig hunt in Texas where you're going to start talking about thermals and you might need infrared, um, you know, an ex external infrared, whatever, whatever you need to do. doesn't matter. You just start knocking it out with this. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, some of your viewers and listeners may be wondering what, you know, will my barrel fit in this thing? Well, all these stocks will accommodate barrels up to 1.17 inches in diameter. Um, okay. And that's, those are some big barrels. And then our the two products we just uh, announced or, or released a couple of Ultra, which is geared for uh, PRS shooters, Precision Rifle Series, and the Titano, which is for F-Class and bench rest. Those two will take barrels up to 1.2 inches. Okay. So, I mean, you can, you can get it whether, whether th that's really great uh, thinking about it now is because if you're, you know, I'm not an F-class shooter, right? But you never know. I might build an F-class gun just, well, because I built guns, right? I just might want to do it one day. And then if I like a stock, at least I know that, okay, cool. Well, all I need to do is this this other part number. I can get the exact same stock. It's just gonna it's just gonna work for that that thicker barrel that you know that bull barrel that I'm gonna put onto that. Yeah. So those two stocks, the Furiosa Ultra and the Titano, they've got a dedicated monoblock that is for Remington 700 and clones. We have had so much interest in those, particularly the Ultra, that. Um, 
we've been test fitting the forehand and the shoulder stock on our other monoblocks. Uh, so the expectation is that, you know, late summer, early fall, we'll begin to offer those two options uh, for any manufacturer model that we service. So if you've got a Ruger 22 that you want a three inch wide forehand with a, of a Titano on, you'll be able to do that. Wow. It's funny, uh, bringing this back up. So I got the, the Titano up. Um, what's really cool, that, and this is not just with the Titano, you have this with your other um, stocks as well. I mean, you bat machine, right? Bighorn Armory. I mean, you have these things. I saw Seekins earlier. Um, Seekins Precision. I mean, you're, you're starting to see uh, Defiance. A good, a uh, really good, you know, Remington 700. Uh, Bagara, with Bagara's huge right now with a, with a lot of people starting off in long range. Yeah. Um, you, you're really thinking about what people need, and you're supporting all that stuff. I mean, you know, it, it's it's been interesting. I mean, it, it, there's a reason why a lot of manufacturers are making their stocks for the Remington 700 because there's so many firearms based off that and you know for me you know i i feel like i i kind of know my way around but at least every couple of weeks somebody will ask will it fit this and i have never heard of it and so i've got <laughs> to look it up and figure it out and then boom yeah it's, a, it's based on the 700 yeah it'll fit it's good yeah yeah, because because when I was talking at shot, uh, you know, a project I have, I have a seven hundred that uh, I, I'm going to build. Uh, should have been built already, but other things have happened. Um, I'm going to be building off of a pristine action, and because that it was funny because you had um, I forget what her name was was it the booth she had built one off of pristine action. That was Sarah Hedrick. She's our director of sales for North America, and uh, like she just picked it up. Um, uh, this week, and I finally oh, wow. got around to it because she was waiting on that Furioso Ultra to drop it in, and it's beautiful. And yeah. she is going to be attending a few PRS events, and she'll have that with her where people can go and they can actually test fire, um, you know, a, a Wooks, you know, with a stock. They can actually see what it's all about. That's amazing because. That's that's what's going to be interesting is seeing some of these competitive shooters, whether they they go on to, whether they, ex, I guess whether they accept wood onto their rifle. For me, yeah, it's it, it would be a no brainer. But when you start seeing, I mean, these some of these people are just so embedded in their thought processes. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see because you know I know a bunch of long range shooters and they are. Um, they they get very particular, but the second you pick someone up, like I, I think uh, I saw a video that uh, Top Shot Dustin did on on the Furiosa. Yeah, he, he's um, been a good friend of the company, and um, he he's put our stuff through the paces, and it, it's done well. I mean, it's beautiful. It, it holds up. It's durable. Um, you know, I get people asking me about, well, is the rain going to hurt us? I mean, you know, it's, it's not going to melt. But yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, 
Yeah, you're not. I mean, Remington seven hundreds are out in the field with wood stocks from yeah, exactly from people's grandfathers that used to hunt with that rifle that are That's still out right. there with a the wood stock. Yeah, just take care of it, just like you do all your other firearms, and it'll serve you well. Awesome. There now. There's some other. Um, I'm going to bring up uh, the Cobra. Yeah, which that's uh, our, I mean, what that's is our thumb hole. It's uh, it is stunning that you can do this in wood, but it's got an adjustable cheek riser. It's got a Picatinny rail on the the bottom of the shoulder stock, and God, it feels good in your hand. That's for sure. It's I mean, got it's just amazing I mean that this is just the thing. This is why I love your products because I look at it and it's not just hey, we have we have a we have this chassis system. Um, it's you know it's great. It's like no, we have. Multi, what do you want? What do you want? We we probably have something that's going to fit it, um, that fits what your needs are. I mean, that's just a gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous system right there. It's uh, it's stunning. I mean that 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 thumb hole crowd, they uh, they can be kind of finicky, but I'm telling you that when when you see it done in walnut, it's just everyone becomes yeah. a thumb hole lover once they see it. It, uh, well, it it's funny because yeah. I think about a thumb hole stock. I think like you know, okay, you know, we we tried to get around an assault weapon ban in the '90s. So we came out with a thumbhole stock on an AK. I mean, that's usually what I think of a, a thumbhole stock. But like, you know, I'm looking right here. That's a gorgeous stock. That is not one cheap piece of, you know, wood that was just laminated over and over again. Yeah, and you know, most of our stocks come in a you know a variety of flavors. You know, like that one you just showed. We call that tiger wood. We've got one, you know, it's in FDE. We've got a midnight gray. We've got uh, we've got some. I think there's a black. I think Furiosa can come in black. But everyone is drawn to the walnut. I mean, there's yeah, it's it, that is the, that's the most popular configuration for for all of them for good I mean, reason. That's just that's just the coolest thing. Like yeah, there's the premium tiger wood. Um, that is so, I mean, and your website's so easy. It's like, what, what's your gun? How do you want it finished? You know, do you want the metal bottom to it? Yeah. Or you want, you want some engraving? Hey, we can do some engraving. Um, I mean, these are, these are, you know, these are just amazing. What your recoil pads and it ships in about one to two business days. Yeah, so, that, that's, that's something I ought to point out. You know, I, I, I spent the whole time talking about these being designed and built in Italy. Well, the, the components are built in Italy. They're shipped to our facility in Hickory, and all the assembly is done there. So when you go on there and you order a Cobra, or if you go on there and you go to the custom shop and you build whatever you can come up with, we're putting that together in Hickory, it's, it's build to order essentially, um, but we're able to um, get it shipped out. I mean, if you you know, within a one business day. 
see, that's amazing. Um, and that was, and I'm glad you brought up the custom shop because that, that's where I was actually going to go next is if you have a, you know, if I, I'm sitting here and I come up with a design, you can actually make that happen. That's right. So you've got, you know, all our stocks available to choose from, but then you add, you've got a variety of uh, butt pads to add. You can add, we've got walnut rail covers for the hemlock panels that are just unbelievably <laughs> beautiful. And while they look good on our walnut stocks and our other stocks, you try throwing one of our walnut panels on your AR. Oh my goodness. It, it, it's a work of art. That's you see, that's cool. I, I you know, I, 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 again, I wouldn't think of that, but it makes sense. Right. Especially, um, it's funny. I'm, I'm looking over at a whole stack of ARs leaning up in the rack over there. Um, yeah, that would be really cool changing out. Cause usually we go with like, you know, rubber grip panels on there because well, that's what we get. Right. That's, that's what's, that's what's on the market. But if I, if I want to change out the wood, why not? Because I mean, if you think about it, we have, we, we now have wood furniture. Well, it's been around for a while, wood furniture for ARs, but what if I don't want the wood furniture, but an M-lock up front? Yeah, yeah, that would look, that would look badass. It's a nice accent. The walnut's beautiful. It's also available in a micarta, which is an extremely hard material. Um, so, it, and th there's just something, we always carry a little, some extras when we go to some of the shows and uh, you know, we'll have a couple of AR manufacturers throw them on their demo show guns. And next thing you know, they're ordering a whole batch because that's all anybody wants from them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's so funny. And then uh, I'm looking at, I'm going to bring up the wild man here. So if you're really kind of into like a real traditional looking hunting rifle, the wild man kind of fits that bill. Yeah, the wild man is our easiest point of entry into a Wook stock, and it is uh, it is absolutely stunning. So it's got you know, the sling loop on it. It's got beautiful checker, and it's the same high quality detailed checkering of the Furiosa, but it's just got traditional lines. And we see a lot of folks who are father rifle and it's, it's it's a little bit beat up and they just want to do a, a simple upgrade and a wild man is perfect for that it's, it's great um you know for upscaling a kid's rifle um and what you know it's great, great with your axe right there too well, it's great with an axe <laughs> a lot of people just upgrading guns that they don't even shoot they just, they don't and then they turn around and hang it on the wall because it's so beautiful well, and that's the funny thing is that I, I would be so afraid like that I would just beat the heck out of that stock. But again, with a hundred year warranty, would I care? Exactly. It's, it's, it's that, that warranty that covers any defects that we, you know, may have been our fault, but let's say you do run over it with your Chevy and you snap something is a extremely minimal fee to get that fixed. Yeah. So it's, it's, and you don't have to have a receipt. You, you could have been, it could, like I say, it could have been a hand-me-down or heirloom. Could have been a gift. Doesn't matter. It's got a name on it. We're going to fix it up. That's, that's awesome. 
I mean, that's that's absolutely amazing because then you're you're really taking good good care of the customer at that point. I mean, because that, that's where we're looking. Yeah, that's where a lot of people look. At. That's what I look for is I look for customer service when I'm looking at products. I mean, yes, I'm looking at the product, but customer service is something very important to me. I mean, I, I have a Dylan 650 reloader over there that I broke a screw on. I broke the screw. And I called Dylan up like, hey, I can't find this thing on your website. Yeah, we don't have that on the website. You know, we'll just send you one. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you want my credit card? No, we, we got you covered. Uh, you know, customer service is very important to us. I mean, people who invest in a Wook stock, they, they expect a particular level of service. And so when, when you submit through our contact form, our customer service form, or if you call our phone, you may get me, I'm vice president of marketing. You may get our head of sales. You may get our CEO. You may get our head of distribution. We're still a small company, and we are we all have personal responsibilities to attend to those customer issues. Um, if I'm busy, someone else is going to drop what they're doing and go handle it. And we we try to respond to those things as as soon as as we can. The phone number, I granted. It's a little bit tough because iPhones never charge up much, but it's, <laughs> I promise you that customer service phone sits on my desk and I'm usually the guy who's answering it. So maybe that's all my fault. But if you, if, if you have a service question, whether it's a, does it fit question or how do I get something repaired question? Use a contact form on the website. Cool. Cause that's, uh, that's, you know, we're starting to talk about, you know, especially when we're talking about the entry level stocks, you're starting to talk about people who are, I mean, let's, let's say people are starting to do things on their own now, right? I mean, going to a gunsmith to change a stock is very legacy thinking. Very few people are doing that anymore. They're going to sit there and go, I'm going to do this at home. I, and yeah. if they run into a problem, they know that they just, they're just a contact form away from it. They go, hey, I ran into this problem. How do I get around this? Well, you think about over the past couple of years, how many new firearm owners there are. And so maybe those, you know, they, they've, they've gotten used to it. They've learned about it. They're starting to think about, ooh, how can I make this thing better or, you know, fit my personality more? What upgrades can I do? And they're starting to poke around and seeing what these things are. And a new stock is one of the easiest things you, that can be done. Um, and, and we understand that while, for instance, the wild man is our lowest price point item, you know, $570 is still a, a big investment for a, a lot of people. So we don't, you know, our customer service is the same across the board, whether you're buying a knife, an entry level stock, or our top of the line Furiosa. See, that's just amazing. I think as you're talking about this, you're talking about the, you know, how many new firearm owners we've had. I think about, you know, 2019, 2020, where basically if it was on the shelf, it was getting sold because everybody was getting their hands on whatever they could. Well, I'm thinking that somebody may have bought like a Remington 700 or a Bagheera or a, a Savage, anything that, you know, I mean, the list of stuff that you support is pretty extensive. It's the, it's, it's all the m more popular rifles. Yeah. They may have bought a gun that had a, you know, a, a composite stock on it and they're not a composite stock person, but that's what was available. So they got it. 
And now they're looking to upgrade that rifle to, like you said, to match their style, what they're used to, what they're comfortable with, or just to be a little bit different. Now, let's see here. I was just you know, looking at... Years. Ahead, I was going to say, in the, in the past few years when guns were flying off the shelf, all kinds of guns, different types, bolt actions, ARs, of course, you know, handguns. So... Um, there's a lot of different flavors out there. And so we've be begun to expand figure out what can we do in these, these other product types. You know, we continue to um, add manufacturer compatibility. Um, we've done it this year. We're anticipating the Ruger American compatibility in August. Awesome. Um, we've got, uh, we're looking at CZ compatibility this fall. Wow. Um, a new, uh, a new segment that we introduced at SHOT Show is the Gladiator. It's which, funny. I had that up to bring up right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is for the Mossberg 500 series shotguns. And I'll tell you something. We, we knew it was beautiful and it should do very well. We sold out a year's worth of inventory in less than six weeks. And wow, it, that's hot! Yeah, it, oh, it it was just stunning, and so, um, and in fact, we just got to re, uh, replenish stock uh, about a month ago. Now, that four in was compatible with the Mossberg's uh, six and three quarter inch action tube. Well, we not only are getting the, the next batch of those six and three quarters, we're getting four ends that will fit the seven and three quarter action tube. And then this fall, we anticipate having this, uh, the Gladiator for the Remington 870 pump shot. Oh, oh. See, now my first, my first gun, it's funny, I, I, I saw a, a comment on your Instagram where someone was like, when, when's the 870 coming? I have, my first gun ever is a uh, Remington 870. Still have it. Um, that's where I was like, you know, again, I was a kid. There's still a mark on the receiver for when I dropped my rifle of my shotgun. Was the one and only time I've ever dropped a gun because trust me, I paid for that one. Um, you know, just dropping yeah. a loaded loaded guns just just not something that you you, you want you want to do. Um, and I learned that lesson the hard way uh, in the field with my dad. <laughs> God, but uh, but you know, I mean. How many 870s are there out there? I mean, when I got my shotgun, you know, this is, gosh, 79 or uh, 78, 79, somewhere around there when I got mine. My 870 was an actual, was a leftover from a, a police department purchase. So I had the cylinder bore 18-inch barrel on that thing until, you know, I got a little bit older and, and put some money into it. But I think about, you know, the, the wood could have been a little bit better. I mean, I mean, Remington kind of lost their way with the 870. <laughs> you know, they, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't the 870s that like when I grew up with them. Um, sure. So pe people might want to upgrade their 870s, you know, put a little bit of work into their stocks and come up with something really nice. And again, hanging crap off of guns is a thing now, right? I mean, I swear in some states, if you could hang a cappuccino machine off the side of an AR, someone would do it, right? Exactly right. 
and 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 that's the neat thing about the gladiator we took the thinking about traditional wood modern functionality and so you'll see that the the forend on the gladiator has amlock rails on it so if you need to hang a flashlight off of it or whatever you're going to hang off front of a of a pump if anything yeah. or you can just attach our walnut rail covers and you're good to go so we've got uh, the gladiators is really a suite of products we've got the forend we've got a shoulder stock and then we've got a, a, a club grip for the so, for the shock waves that's correct yep and so if you're it, you know, I, I kind of joke that the Gladiator is the reason all these truck guns are no longer being stored under the seat. They want people to see them. <laughs> yeah. They're beautiful. But it, yeah, it, that... it is real easy to uh, uh, swap out. And yeah. it's, I mean, there's, there's really nothing to it, quite honestly. I mean, that's that is, uh, honestly changing out the furniture on a shotgun. It is one of the easiest upgrades to do, maybe short of just, I don't know, replacing a magazine and a pistol, <laughs> you know? I mean, there's only so many screws and then things off and then back on, right? Yeah. I mean, it's simple. Um, and, and we, you know, we on the Gladiator, you can, you can buy any of those components individually or you can buy a kit. So you can get the, the shoulder stock and four in or you can get the club grip and four in. God, that's just so amazing. Um, yeah, you got the M88, the 500, 590, and the 590A1. I mean, these are all the these are all the hot hitters for Mossberg right there. Yeah. And the shockwave. Yep. Yeah. And there's your excited about it. The uh, the 870. Um, we I, I I don't anticipate us running out of product when those arrive, but when they do. You better be among one of the first because I can't promise you we won't. It, it, yeah. I, you know, I've, I've been in this industry a long time. I, I, I've not seen a pop a product that's quite this popular. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, and if you I mean, want to be among the first to get them, the easiest thing to do is go to the website and in the top right corner, um, it says get free Wooks stickers. Stickers. Yeah, I'll bring that right up for everybody right now. Yeah, so what um, that is, that's a, basically just a form where you can give us uh, your email address and we're going to start, we'll send you uh, newsletters and new product release announcements. So that's where you'll get notified that um, there's, you know, the new Gladiator for the 870s out. But we're also going to send you a sticker pack. And they're not all what you see in the photo. We've got some double top secret stickers that are really funny and cool that uh people are getting a kick out of so and, and i can tell everybody i've you know everybody when you're afraid of putting your email address out there i've been on that mailing list since shortly after shot show um and i haven't been spammed uh i mean i get a couple of emails every once in a while from you guys but it's not like anything that i'm like oh i gotta i i gotta get off that list it's not like you guys are just you know, spamming people on that. Yeah, and that's that's something I take great care with. That 
we, we don't want to bother people. We want to provide them something that may be of interest. Maybe it's a quick read, uh, an interesting article, but uh, we don't want to junk up people's folders. We, we do know how easy it is to click that unsubscribe button, and we don't want to be the cause of that. Because it's the, what is it, the, the Wooks Journal, I believe it's the, the email that comes out. Yeah, we've um, we sent so we've sent one out today. It's got a nice little article about the top ten firearms everybody ought to own. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it's it's a neat little email. It'll keep you busy this fall, my dear Sam. And and you have a flash sale. Uh, this was back in June. You had a flash sale for uh, throwing axes for ten percent off. Yeah, <laughs> and I will tell you, we're going to have a new product drop um, next Wednesday. And if you're not on that list, you might not hear about it unless you're following us on social. You might you might miss out. So definitely go check that out. Um, yeah, that's just because yeah, your your July Fourth promo was free engravings. I mean, yeah. you've got there, there's some there's some actual value here that if you're looking into a Wooks, you might want to sign up for the newsletter, and you might get a little little something extra. Yeah, so we we just introduced um, uh, engraving on the stocks, and what that does, you can is for right now it's just it's text engraving that goes on that aluminum monoblock. You can put your name on it or Happy Birthday Johnny, or, or, or you know whatever. Okay. What, on our cutlery, um, you can do text. You can choose among uh, two outfits that we're licensed with. That's Boy Scouts of America. And it's the American Quarter Horse Association. And in the future, we'll be able, uh, we'll be rolling out um, custom logo engraving. So if you've got your own mark you want to put on there, we'll be able to accept that. So uh, we're working on that. And they're absolutely beautiful. It does add some time to fulfill your order. So if it's a birthday gift, please plan ahead. Think, think ahead. Yeah, think ahead. But these, yeah, I'm just looking at these, at the, at the knives here. I mean that's a that's a gorgeous that's a gorgeous piece of wood right there. I mean those scales are just absolutely amazing. These um, so the knives are assembled here in Hickory as well. They come as blades, and then depending on what folks order, we'll build them the order right in the back. We're actually matching the wood to make sure both sides, both scales, you know, the grains are running the right way. That one right there that you're looking at, the legenda. insert and it is it's, it's our top selling knife it's a folder it, it's a large knife uh it's absolutely gorgeous it's just yeah oh it's, it's, it's kind of a gentleman's folder um, see that's nice that's the nice thing is you know, i mean i i you know i think of yeah you know, like i said before i think about when i was a kid that you know, that knife I carried as a kid was, I, I mean, <clears throat> if I could carve it, I did it. If I could cut a tree down with it, I sure damn near sure tried with it. And I don't, I, you know, I didn't have the appreciation for what that knife was. Um, I, and yes, I still have it. Um, but it's, it's one of those things I look at it now and I, I, I see all the dings and stuff like that. It's like, this is really kind of an heirloom knife i have and that's what you have here with these i mean that legenda was a gorgeous piece of wood on that on it for a scale 
this is not your typical, hey, I'm going to go out and just buy, a, you know, a $30 knife. Yeah, I mean, this is one that this is one that you're going to hand down. Yeah, they, they, these are investments as well. Um, the uh, the Rock 62 is a fixed blade. It's a large knife. It's nine and a half inches overall length. The Legenda that you just had up, when it's open, it's eight and a quarter inches. Um, we do have a smaller folder called the Pure. Um, and it's uh, uh, about seven and a half inches open. And then the Bad Boy is a really tiny fixed blade. It's about six inches. Um, and, but people we found with it, they're using it as a skinning knife. It's just, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that when I was looking at these the first time. Is that looks like a skinning knife. Yeah. Let uh, me get uh, back to. So, yeah, that one there, the Bad Boy, you can get it as a drop point or a. Tonto style blade, but that that drop point's really popular because I mean it is tiny, and you can work it up in a little tiny, little small uh, places like a you know like a chest cavity on a on a deer or something, and it's just freaking sharp. All of them, yeah, with Italian leather sheaths, they're 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 beautiful. Yeah, this I love the screws on this. I mean, that's just those are brass bushings in there. They're they're yeah. stuck. I mean, this is this is what you're looking for. Like I said before, if you're gonna if you're gonna want something, you're gonna hand down. This is this is the look I would I would totally want to pass it down. That's the Tano blade that you were talking about. Um, <clears throat> God, that's I just was uh, I was at a. I was at a, an American Quarter Horse Association event two weeks ago in Oklahoma City. And I mean, if you've ever been to an AQHA event, I mean, it's, it's just cowboys everywhere. And, but because it's all spread out, a lot of them are riding golf carts or scooters, <laughs> you know, to get to the stalls from their campers. Well, I had a guy come in there. So, look, I need a knife. My, my mother wrapped a rope around the axle on the scooter. I said, well, here's what I've got. And he was stunned. He wound up buying a Legenda, the most expensive knife we make, just cut a rope, cut a rope off a scooter axle. Now, the next day, um, he, his teenage son came back and said, I took that knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, if you're buying them, better buy two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... That's probably not a bad idea. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's funny how that happens, right? Um, what was it? Uh, I like to say it was borrowed with no intention of re of being returned. That's exactly right. That's right. <laughs> I just put it on my tab. <laughs> yep. We'll, we'll settle up later on that because I mean that's that really is. Trust me. If I, I can think of it, if my if my father was alive now and he had one of these. I, I'm pretty sure I would end up with it so one way or another. Um, it's just, it's the thing. And you also get the same support off your knives as well, right? The hundred year. Oh, absolutely. You got free blade sharpening hundred years. So, you know, <laughs> you know, most people we sell to know how to sharpen a blade, but if you'd like to send it in and have us do it, no problem at all. That's funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got my 
ceramic yeah. sticks for sharpening right there. <laughs> um, I used to have that. Yeah. It's funny, I used to have that on my bench when I was in FFL. And I used to have a sign on it that says, "Why, why, why you're waiting for your background check? You might as well sharpen your blade." You have no idea how many people were just sitting there, flick their knife out, and I'm talking to them as they're just sharpening their knife. That's I mean, awesome. Good, good people have knives. It, it just kind of mesh, right? That's I mean, right. I, like peanut butter and jelly. There you go. Yeah, right. Uh, so. Is there anything, I mean, you, you've got new product coming. Is there anything, I mean, you, you've already hinted that we got something coming next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're having anything that you could, anything, I mean, how many, how many new products do you plan on, uh, how many new products do you aim for in a year? I mean, <clears throat> so is it, so, la you know, last year we were, we were kind of, um, you know, we're, the, on a global scale, everybody was dealing with supply chain issues. So trying to get wood and aluminum, then just the logistics of shipping, we were struggling getting um, a lot of stocks over here from Italy. So we were uh, rolling out some new cutlery, new axes, new knives. And then about September, we uh, I think we introduced uh, a stock. And then this year, that's all we've done are new stocks. We did the, the Ultra, um, the Free Rose Ultra, the Titano, the America, and the Gladiator. Um, and we still have some coming this year. Uh, next year, um, I see that balancing out a little bit. We've got some pretty spectacular things coming that I'm excited about in, uh, at SHOT Show that we'll announce. Awesome. It, it my my job here in the U.S. is to try to keep Italy under control about not announcing stuff too soon. Um, <laughs> we're all really excited about it, but <laughs> we want them to be really excited about it when it's available to purchase. So, I, I but I promise you the uh, uh, we've not taken the foot off the gas as far as new product development goes. Awesome. That's that's great to hear because you know, like you were saying before, you had you know it, it, earlier in the podcast with everybody having supply chain issues. You're you're really kind of catching up now on the development you did during the supply chain issues. That's right. Um, we had a a lot of ideas, but not much in the way of materials because it was just hard to find. And once you found it, trying to actually get it to where you need it so you could work on it uh, was difficult. Um, yeah, you know, we're seeing, you know, retailers are uh, working through inventory and we're getting, we're in a pretty good spot. Um, our website sales are, are fantastic. Um, it's pretty encouraging seeing how many people um, doing the research that they do. I mean, nobody goes to a car dealership and says, tell me about this anymore. They already know yeah. what they want. And so we're yeah. seeing the same thing. Uh, they do a lot of research. There's a ton of information on our website about our products. And they're figuring it out and just buying it themselves and knowing that it's going to ship out the next day. That's just awesome. Now, we, uh, we, for we, everybody we watching, our, or so we, we, do love, we do love our dealers. We provide a lot of dealer support for those who want to carry our stuff. Awesome. So for everybody uh, that's that's either watching or listening, we will have links down below. I mean, we've been rolling for almost an hour now. But 
for everybody who's just watching this and lazy like I am and don't want to read the comments, how can people get a hold of you? Best stop, first stop is wooksstore.com. W-O-O-X store.com. And everything you've ever wanted to know about Wooks is right there. You can also follow us on Instagram. It's, uh, our handle is wooks.outdoor. Um, same handle for Facebook. We've got a YouTube channel. Um, but it all starts at wooksstore.com. Awesome. And then on the webpage for everybody, if uh, again, we'll have the links down below, but if you are a Wook store, right up at the top, uh, uh, top left-hand corner of the screen, it's the Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and even LinkedIn. Um, if you're in the, in the business to business area, there, all the social medias are right up there. So it's really easy to find. Now, I like to wrap everything up with a speed round. So okay. it'll be four uh, this or that questions and then one thinking question. And it's all going to be based around firearms. So it's not like I'm going to ask you, you know, like cat or dog. Um, so in firearms, would you prefer a bolt action or a semi-auto? Bolt action. Bolt action. So would you want that bolt action to be in 308 or uh, let's say um, I'm trying to think of it. I'm trying to think of something I haven't asked yet on this 308 or 300 wind mag 28 nozzler 28 nozzler. There you go. <laughs> That's my preferred. I, I took it to, to uh, Tajikistan two years ago. I just got back from Spain with it. And I I love performance of it. So, so that it, thing has literally traveled the globe with you. It it has. I've got record book animals with it. It, uh, it it's a Gunworks and twenty eight nozzler. Awesome, awesome. I, that will be a first. I will tell you that that will definitely be a first that I, I've had on the podcast. Woohoo! So for hearing protection, plugs or muffs? Oh. I, I muffs just because I can't find a comfortable plug and I've, I have tried plenty. Yeah. It's um, for me. I, I, and, and I know everybody in the podcast that listen, I ask the same question to everybody because mostly because uh, in my profession, I've been in it over 25 years uh, going in and out of server rooms. We, those, those of us that are Gen Xers, we're losing our hearing because of, of the uh, air conditioners, at least in the IT side. Not to mention, the Walkman didn't help when we were young either. Um, so you, you laugh because it's funny because yeah. so, some people watching this going, what's a Walkman? Right? Yeah, you're exactly right. I was there with <laughs> orange pads, but... Yeah, with a wire headband. I've done the foam, I've done the molds, a little plastic or silicone that goes in. But the, I mean, I finally just bit the bullet, so to speak, and got the ones with the Bluetooth and the yeah voice act, all that kind of stuff. I love it, but and plus it does double duty. I can wear it when I'm cutting my yard. See, that's it's funny because I have uh, I have a pair of uh, Bluetooth muffs that that um, I I had done a lot of testing for this company. Uh, everybody in the channel that seen this, it, it's uh, Caldwell. Um, 
I did, I did testing for this thing for like 18 months before they came out. And I, I, I found all kinds of things like, now you got to tweak this, to tweak that. But um, I had also done their earplugs and that was one of the complaints uh, was that when I'm out cutting grass with the plugs, I couldn't, I couldn't listen to the music, but the muffs I don't have a problem with. Um, so yeah, the muffs are, uh, the muffs definitely have a, um, they have an advantage, especially if you're at range day at shot show on that Monday and you go oh. up to the long range bays, uh, it's uh, all those rifles going off. You, you get a headache. So, yeah. Um, Definitely where the muffs help out. Yeah. So I'm going to switch gears. We've been talking about rifles. Let's talk about pistols. Nine millimeter or 45? 45. 45. My concealed carry is a 45. My favorite, though, that I've got is a Colt Python. Um, oh, older yeah. generation my dad gave me when I turned like 21 or something. My, the, the, the pistol I carry when I go bear hunting down here in North Carolina, I, I like to do it when we hunt bears with dogs, is a, um, a Taurus 44. There you go. Yeah. It's so, funny yeah. how those Tauruses kind of, kind of, kind of, they found a little niche and they're not going away. No, I, I've enjoyed it. Of course, you know, I had, I had a buddy who worked at Taurus and it just kind of worked out that I got one, but. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I got a nice leather, you know, shoulder rig. And so when you're going through the briars and trying to get through stuff, it's right there. And I mean, it's, it's a hammer, but yeah, my everyday carry is a, is a Glock 45. I love that little pistol. I, I just like big holes. I don't want to hear this from <laughs> nine mil guys. Oh, you get more bullets. If you hit what you shot, you wouldn't need it, man. Yeah. Just yeah. Put one big honking hole. So, you know, well, you ain't got to do it anymore. Let's, let's just put it this way. It was the caliber of the handgun that war, won two World Wars, two-time world champion. There you go, the old Magnum P.I. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and for your thinking question, I'm going to take you into the world's largest warehouse. And inside this warehouse is literally one of anything that has shot a projectile. It can be anywhere from Dennis the Menace's little, uh, you know, slingshot all the way up to, I don't know, a deck gun off of a, uh, off of a, uh, a battleship. If it has ever slung a projectile, whether it was production or it was just testing, it's in there. And I go, Chip, you can have one just one of anything in here. So, what you walking off with? My sentimental answer is the old potato gun my dad made when I was about twenty-five, <laughs> and we shot it down the beach. But honestly, I'd like a four fifty-eight SOCOM from Bishop Ammunition. Oh, there you go. That lever action four fifty-eight. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've just never. I, you know, I built a 458 AR one time. I, it couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, but I man, that lever action one would be sweet. I mean, I hadn't looked at them in a long, long time. I they might not even make it, but anymore. But I, well, I like that. That that's really uh, it, it, it's funny. I have a 
you know, my, with my first rifle being a Model 94, I've got, you know, lever actions have a, a special place in my heart. Um, I, on the bench back, there's a 94 that's all taken apart that, uh, that I'm restoring. But it's just, there's something about a lever action, right? I mean, just something that, and then, yeah, you, the, the bullet you want to be put behind it, it's, it's going to leave a mark. Oh, oh yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're I not just, walking that one off. I, you know, I'm waiting on delivery of a, it was a Ruger 1895 that I'd, I'd wanted for a while. Um, I still, I've got my dad's old 30-30 that I'll break out during deer season. I took it on elk hunt one time. I, of course, I'd, I'd never been elk hunting, so I took that thing, and I never even saw an elk. But, boy, I, I didn't care. I was walking with dad's rifle. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because, you know, my first rifle was was that Model 94 and 3030. Um, sitting upstairs in my wife's cabinet is uh, my father's um, Winchester 94. Both those rifles were bought at the same time. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just, there is just something about taking out a classic gun that is, especially from like your childhood and just, you know, the, the, all the memories come back. But right? I'm telling you, n nothing beats a barreled PVC pipe yeah. for shooting potatoes. And uh, and dad, my dad did that, and it, it is the damnest thing I've ever seen in my life. See a, a potato come spiraling out of this thing, going about you know 100, 150 yards. It was unbelievable. <laughs> See, um, I went to high school in Delaware, and in Delaware they had pumpkin chunking. That's right. So, <laughs> so it, it was always cool going to pumpkin chunking because you'd see the trebuchets and you see all the stuff, and then. And then comes out the air guns, right? Yeah. And it's just like, there's just something about a big piece of PVC launching a projectile downrange. It's just like, that's right. It, uh, it's just cool, right? <laughs> I mean, a little fun fact on, on me is I got into the industry um, working for Crosman Corporation, the air gun company up in New York. So my southern butt moved to New York, western New York and help them introduce their big bore air guns uh, to, to, to hunters, hunters who had, you know, given up their air guns to go use firearms. So I, I was there, you know, we had the Marauder 25 from Benjamin, um, the uh, Rogue 357, um, and a Pioneer Airbow. So it, it's, I love an air gun. Um, and I still so have something that I use. I mean, that's, that's how I learned firearm safety was on, was on BB and pellet guns. Right. Um, so yeah, I had the, the traditional crossman pump action. Then we went up to the RWSs that were the brake actions, but uh, it, it's amazing what has happened with that market because was it uh, last year at shot show? Was it um, uh, Umarex had that, that slug gun, that, the two shot yeah. slug air gun, man, shooting that thing at shot show or at, at range day, that was just like you just shoot that, you just get the, this big smile, right? You get this big hunk of lead going down range, and it's just compressed air. Yeah, yeah it was, you know, Crosman and, and Benjamin, which is under Crosman, it's you yep. know, we kind of introduced the economical pre charged pneumatic PCP, but you know, they haven't had a whole lot in the way of 
um, new technology, new development. But so you're seeing companies like Umarex coming out with these really exciting things. Air Force Air goes down in Texas, yeah. and it's there is a place for them, and I and I really enjoy it, and I enjoy the the people who enjoy them. It's a good bunch of uh, shooters and enthusiasts who, who are behind air guns. Yeah, that's just it, it's just they're fun. I mean. That that whole, I mean, going from a kid from, you know, pump action to now as an adult seeing a PCP. Oh, man, if I was a kid, again, uh, there would probably be, there, there, uh, <laughs> there would probably be nothing that was safe if, on the other side of that barrel from me. I get it. Um, I get it. <laughs> I mean, it, it is just absolutely amazing. Well, man. Thanks so much for taking time out. It's it, it's great that we finally caught up after like three months of being on the schedule. It was so it was so great to catch up with you. And what's sad is we are closer to the next shot show than the shot show the two of us met each other at. Uh, I, I really appreciate you coming by the booth and taking a look at what we're trying to do and our in our little town here in North Carolina. And it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's, um, it's a great way to kind of kick off my July 4th week is hanging out with you. There you go, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on. And we are definitely going to catch up at SHOT Show again because it, it, it was just an absolutely amazing – it was so funny. I did not expect to spend an hour and a half of your time at your, at your booth talking to you about I, stocks. I, I, I promise you, if you miss us, you'll regret it this year for sure. Oh, I, I, there's no missing. There, 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 there's just not. I mean, Wilkes is definitely a booth that's going to be on every agenda because it's just, it's just a. It was great. It, it was just a great time. Well, good. Well, super. So, well, if we don't talk again, I guess I will see you in January. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a great year. You as well. I really like talking to Chip. He is a great guy. I had a great time talking to him at SHOT. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Mike over at NK Outdoor Journal. He's the one that actually introduced us at SHOT Show. Without him, this podcast just wouldn't have happened. So Mike, thanks a lot. And guys, go check out Wooks. They've got some amazing stuff. I mean, yeah, they got the stocks, but they got the knives. The knives are super cool, especially for those of you on the audio side. You didn't get a chance to see those, those knives. They're amazing. Go check them out. Now, for the product of the podcast, it is the Real Avid Master Gun Workstation. This thing's amazing. I've been waiting so long to talk about this thing, and now I can. It is super cool. Go check it out, because if you're into cleaning rifles or, man, you need to mount some scopes, this is the tool that you need on your bench. Go check it out. If you're watching on YouTube, click right there. That is a video about the Real Avid Master Workstation. Super cool. Not going to be disappointed. Everybody else, link is down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. and look forward to talking to you again soon.